Welcome to Spirit Connection with Doug Addison. Get ready to hear God, encounter the supernatural, and discover your destiny. Doug is a prophetic speaker, author, and coach whose message of love, hope, and having fun reaches people around the world. Connect with him online at DougAddison.com. Hey friends, Doug Addison here. It is Wednesday, December 14, 2022, and I released a prophetic word for the month of December. I did it actually on my November 30th podcast, an urgent call to pray. And the Lord is moving right now. It's a message that it's going to help prepare you. And each week now, last week I did the training on prayer, and this week I'm going to go a little further, but we're in a time right now that we need to step up and pray, and I want to trade you in at DougEdison.com is my website. You can follow me on social media, Facebook, The Doug Addison, uh, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok now, thanks to my team, Doug T. Addison, Doug T. Addison, YouTube is Doug Addison, just Followed by Daily Prophetic Word. If you want to get it delivered to your email box, I recommend that. Go to DougEdison.com and you'll see the Daily Prophetic Word there. Also, just, hey, why not just get the, the app, Doug Addison app. It's in the App Store. It's in the, the Google Play. Doug Addison, it'll keep you encouraged, notified when you get everything on there. Thank you, Lord. This week, I want to train you in how to pray with power. So, Lord, I'm going to pray right now. We want to break off anything that's not of you. Right now, I pray that we would step into this new anointing called gentle peace. I pray, Lord, that we would step into this new authority that's here. We would now step up and step in to what you're doing in the name of Jesus. The secret to prayer. Now, I've been studying prayer for a number of years and then Years ago, David Youngie Cho, who's uh, he's now in heaven, but he was a pastor of the largest church in the world in South Korea. I went there. I went with a team to learn how to pray. And we went to Prayer Mountain. And uh, I came home and proposed to my wife, Linda Bardell Addison. By the way, this past week or this past, uh, just a few weeks or this month, we turned, it was our 27th wedding anniversary, but it was 27 years ago that, or so, 27 or 28 years ago, that I was there in Korea without my wife. I was with a team, you know, from my church and we, we went there and learned how to pray. Here's what he said. He said, the pastor of the largest church and the one who had prayer mountains everywhere. He said, I pray and I obey. And then you would usually laugh. I pray and I obey. It's kind of like uh, what I train on. You get a word from the Lord, write it down and activate it in some way. You know, there's no formula, by the way. You know, we're going to look at this week how to lay down some tracks to roll on based on your own gift myth. So your personality, your life season. I'm going to look at those things. And it may change based on person to person. But I tell you, what I'm going to, especially last week's training I did on the tips on how to pray, I laid down the word of the Lord over you. That does not change, friends. So I'm going to do that again this week. I'm going to lay down the Bible, some Bible verses that are going to help you. 
And uh, it may change based on who you are, but this will help you get aligned with it. So there's no proper prayer formula or model. However, you can lay down some what I call tracks to roll on at least. And it's usually that will help you. Uh, you know, for those, depending on what you like, okay? You're different than me, I'm sure. You're unique, and the Lord loves you beyond what you understand. I love you, and I'm so glad that you join us every week. How blessed and honored I am that you'd be following Spirit Connection Podcast. So here's a, one verse. We're talking about the Word of God, about prayer. Now, again, take a look at the last week's podcast as well. But Jesus talked about the parable of the unjust judge. This is in Luke 18. He told this parable to tell his disciples, basically, don't give up on prayer. He said to them, in a certain town, there was a judge who neither feared God nor what people thought. And uh, there was a widow in that town who kept coming to him with his plea. Grant me justice against my adversary. Now, the long story short, the woman kept coming back to the unjust child, who, by the way, didn't represent God the Father, but Jesus uses him as an example. How much more would God the Father, who is just, will indeed do this? Jesus said, listen to what the the unjust says. This is the word of God. This is Luke 18, 6. Jesus says he's teaching on prayer. He says, listen to what the unjust judge says. Will not God bring about her justice for his chosen ones and those who cry out day and night? Will he keep putting them off? I tell you, he will see that they get justice and they get it quickly. Someone needs to underline that one. That's a <laughs> that's amazing. The idea is to not give up, not necessarily, you know, it doesn't mean you have to get legalistic about it or upset. Notice she didn't go in the courtroom and yell at him. You don't yell at the judge. You still bring honor, you know, use the word of the Lord. Come on, get off. I'm just sensing something trying to hold you back here. And uh, there's something left. Thank you, Lord. How to make prayer a priority. Now, that first of all, the word of the Lord. That's what you want to do. Look at the word of God, the Bible. Mark 135, very early in the morning while it was still dark, Jesus got up. He left the house and he went to a solid two place to pray. Now, to pray effectively does not mean that you have to get up before everybody. What you need to do is understand who you are, your schedule. You know, some people stay up. Some people do it at lunch. I I tell you, it doesn't matter as long as you do it. But to pray effectively, you'll need to understand the personal relationship with the Lord. We We don't have to pray. In fact, my prayer life changed the day I got rid of my laundry list of prayer requests. I got rid of the laundry list. I still would bring the request to the Lord because that's biblical, but that's not what it was about. But I remember the day this happened when the Lord said to me, would you quit trying to just say the same things over and over? I'm trying to speak to you. Then I'm trying to tell you the solution. Would you at least take some time at least one day a week? That's what he told me to start. At least one day a week. I think I don't remember if it was or not, but at least that day I started 
to shift everything and listen because it's a personal, intimate relationship with the Lord. And, you know, regarding reading the Bible, actually regarding this whole thing, reading the Bible will help you to know who God really is. I have messages, all my trainings talk about who God really is. He's not an unjust judge. That's why I started with that. He is not angry at you. He is not the drill sergeant in your head that's disgusted with you. No, he is not. He's a loving father. And Jesus even says, yeah, anyway, uh, don't get me off on that one. But combining worship right now, Bible reading, worship, and communion will take you to new levels in the Lord. So here's steps to pray more effectively. Now, we're doing this because I released a prophetic word for the month of December. That was an urgent call to prayer. It's the last one. That was on November 30th podcast. December 7th, I did a a training on tips on how to pray. Today, I'm doing a training on how to pray with power. How to shift things in the spiritual atmosphere. And the way you do that is the personal relationship. So I'm just going to, uh, again, I did this uh, last week. I'm not going to wait till the end and do an altar call. Let's just do it right now. Lord Jesus, for any of us who need you, who want to rededicate, maybe you've never known the Lord. Maybe you need to rededicate. Maybe there's certain areas of your life that are out of alignment. We ask forgiveness of our sins. We invite you into our heart or our situation. We ask you to empower us through the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. Amen. We'll just keep coming back to my podcast if you want. There's a lot of uh, stuff you could do, but you get encouraged around here or around people like me who understand the word of God. I'm not saying this in a prideful way, but you understand the word of the Lord. You need to get that. And there's churches that can help you with that. There's online stuff that's going on right now. And here's what you do. Create a list of Bible verses that have a meaning for you. And I tell you each week which one is right now. I'll tell you, there's there's stuff that'll help you. But you can start creating a list of Bible verses in a file. You could use your your smartphone. Hey, use whatever it takes. Just create a few says you have a go to list. Write down some prophetic words or promises that God has given you, especially the ones that have not come to pass. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to do this. These are just. Tips for right now. Like the woman in Luke 18, ask continually, but don't get angry. Remember, he goes before the judge. Even though she felt like it was an unjust situation, she went before him with calmness. Pray continually. This is 1 Thessalonians 5.16. I said this last week. If you want I tell you, Write this down. First Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18. The Apostle Paul says this. Rejoice always. Pray continually. Giving thanks in all circumstances for God's will. This is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. People are asking, what's God's will? It's First Thessalonians 5, 16. It's to rejoice always. Pray continuously. Give thanks in every situation. That will shift things. I tell you, that will flip it. 
and flip it good. I have a, a whole trade on this. When the negative comes, yeah, you need to at least embrace it. And, you know, I'm not saying, you know, don't embrace anything, uh, you know, don't respond to the negative, but don't live in it. Don't believe it's real. So you can also state what you need in a time of prayer and intercession, you know, to the Lord throughout the day. I'm giving you tips. I'm shifting in and out here. And you can use worship songs. That's what I do. I use worship songs. I have, uh, you know, my online music going. Or I've just got it going in my mind. I've got YouTube worship. I've got Amazon worship. Or I've got just the worship going on around me. Right now, that's what's powerful to shift the atmosphere. Use worship songs, Bible verses, praying with others, and communion, if you can do this. Worship songs, Bible verses, praying with others, and communion. There's another one. There's probably some other ones, but it is like a five-fold. It, it, there's a, that's only four, but the other part is in there somewhere. Uh, worshiping, it will actually shift everything in the spiritual atmosphere around you. It will change your spiritual life. So, whoo, thank you, Lord, for shifting the atmosphere just now. You need to go beyond now to getting your needs, just asking for your needs to be met, to discovering more about who God really is and your own style. So I'm going to talk briefly. This is a, a small training. I'm shifting trainer hat. I love being an instructor. Discover your style. There's this history of recent prayer movements. Now, maybe you came in on one of these. Maybe some of them you really like and others you don't. It's fine. Just don't judge anything, right? It's best just to move out of this. North America prayer movements and intercession groups sprang up during the Jesus People movement of the 1970s. Now, those were pretty wild, but uh, in the 1980s, I was part of this. The late 80s, Larry Lee got a call. He's a pastor of, of Church on the Rock in Rockwall, Texas, and he got a call to raise up a million people to prayer. And he used a prayer model of the Lord's Prayer to pray an hour. Now, I never could pray an hour, to be honest with you. But I still use the model of the Lord's Prayer. Oh, I wish I had my dog tag. Uh, my sister and I, were we were part of the first run of that group. It was fun. Don't judge anything at all. What you do is you eat the meat, spit out the bones... And get nourished by something. So there was also the prayer and intercession sprang up in the 1990s. It was through, uh, I got trained through James Gall. Jim Gall in the, in the 70s and 80s trained me through his tape. We've been friends for a very long time. I go back to the Kansas City days with him. James Gall, one of the top trainers in the area of the teachers of prophetic intercession. It's flow. So there's, there's different ones. There's different styles. It might, there's the Kansas City model that, that they combined intercession. You know, someone said, I heard someone do this. Bless their heart. I'm not going to judge them. I won't even mention who they are. 
But they got upset because they were used to the old way, which I came up out of, like John Wimber in the vineyard. I'm ordained as a vineyard pastor originally. My ordination changed after that, but I was around the vineyard, and the vineyard was about him. We didn't talk about us. We talked about him. In fact, John would always say, it's about him. Then, all of a sudden, a shift happened in the world. We got all these people talking about us. You know, bless us, bless us. And you know what? It's good because we need that. It agrees. It see something shifted. And if it if you like the about him, make it about him. And there needs to be at some point to step into who you are. I'm not judging the vineyard. I love the vineyard. I still have those songs, by the way. But now I started to look at this and says, You're right, Lord. Something happened with this and something happened around the time, you know. With the Kansas City movement of prayer, the reflective prayer, the intercession prayer, praying the Bible, declarations, healing prayer, listening prayer, spontaneous songs and tongues prayer, worship music, extended worship prayer, prayer and fasting, the prophetic intercession, the watchman, the spiritual warfare. Okay, here's a few. But see, something did shift. The song started to mention who we are. You know, it was like, I remember the old ones, when it shifted over the vineyard, it was like, we are the army of God. I remember that one. That's really old. But then the newer songs, they started to shift with Bethel worship and uh, Jesus culture and others that begin to shift because we started to proclaim who we are. We need this right now. We need to know who he is and we need to know who we are. And so, you know, you don't want to judge if you see, if someone's sitting there, you know, saying, that's another me. You know how many means are saying, you know, hey, then don't judge them. Just let it flow. But right now, flow with the way the Lord is going. Now, here's some clues. Right now, I'm just going to take authority over this because I feel it's, I'm a prophetic intercessor. So I feel a choking right now. And so we're going to remove anything right now that's trying to choke us from worshiping the Lord. From trying to... (coughs) Yeah, there we go. (coughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah, just to let that go. We repent, renounce, and break. Anything that we might have in common all the way back in generational, any kind of soul ties. We repent for anything knowingly or unknowingly. That's what I do. I cleanse everything. Linda and I, we take communion and we do a basic prayer similar to that. That just cleansed out. Now I'm feeling that go. Now find your your style. Uh, I was just uh, experienced. That was what I just showed you was a a prophetic act as a prophetic intercessor it's not like i had demons i was coughing out guys i was just saying get rid of the things that choke you and repent renounce and break there's clues about your style let's go back to that first corinthians 12 6 you know god works in different ways but it's the same god who does the work in all of us i love this first corinthians 12 6 in the new living god works in different ways But it's the same God who does the work in all of us. Wow, that's powerful. Are you an introvert or an extrovert? Maybe you're better in the morning, afternoon, or evening, or all three. 
Find what works for you. You don't have to get up early. I go through seasons. You know, I'm not even going to tell you what I do right now because it's always going to probably going to change. And people try to do what I do. I don't want you to do what I do. Do what the Lord is doing, right? What he's calling you to do. Maybe you're going to, uh, you know, what are you, uh, here's some more things about your personal strategy. What are your gifts, natural gifts and your natural talents? What teachers or ministers are you drawn to? What teachers, preachers or ministers are you drawn to? That will give you some ideas. You gotta see this. We're not all the same. We gotta have room here. But birds of a feather flock together. You might end up at a church where you're drawn to this group, you know, but maybe you need it for a season or because the church cannot always uh, give you everything that you need. In other words, you don't get me wrong. The local church is amazing. The Internet church is amazing. But then there's training like what I do. It's like connection is both an Internet church and a training place for you. You can have both. You can augment it. You can you can actually add to, you know, maybe you don't uh, your church can't teach on the prophetic, you know, don't judge them. Bless your church. Be part of your church. And then I've got some uh, training I'll be talking about later. We have training, online training that you can do or others like us. So right now, let me get back to this. There are different types. Uh, 1 Corinthians 12, 4 and 5. We're talking about styles. There are different kinds of gifts, but the same spirit, the spirit of the Lord distributes them. There are different kinds of services, but it's the same Lord. So we operate in the Lord and you have different styles. 1 Corinthians 12 is clear on this. The Apostle Paul trains on these different things and he talks about it. So you might have one gift more than another. There's a Holy Spirit tool belt. <laughs> I love this. John Wimber, the founder of the vineyard, taught us. He goes, you got a Holy Spirit tool belt on. Or uh, you know, there's the gifts, there's actually the gifts of administration, compassion, evangelism, intercession, the prophetic teaching, uh, pastor. I'm not leaving anything out here. There's a bunch of these gifts that are found throughout the Bible. Just because it's not listed there, you might see a gift that's in operation. But you don't want to have one that is antichrist, if you know what I'm saying. You want to align with things. But you don't want to do anything that's outside the realm of what the Lord's doing. So it's common to have access to all of the gifts, because you do. That's what John Weber said. You have the Holy Spirit tool belt, or maybe you're like a chef. You have all kinds of different things in your kitchen. You might operate in one more than another. It's important to understand that even though 1 Corinthians 12 says, that we all have a gift. It doesn't necessarily mean that you have just one gift because you see Jesus operating in all the gifts and the disciples. So you got to look at that, you know, with eyes to see. So back to the uh, Holy Spirit tool belt, you will have one gift or one or two gifts that will actually dominate maybe more than another. For me, I, I tend to be more on the prophetic and uh, intercession, evangelism tend to be mine. But I have access to healing. So the tool belt or the Holy Spirit tool belt will allow you to be able to operate in whatever it is that you need at any given time. And it's good to, to 
you know, don't depend on others. You know, people bring, you know, they would always bring people over to me for a prophetic word. Well, you can pray for them too. See what you get, then confirm with someone in your church that, that hears God. So that's how you learn. So you'll want to mix prayer with other gift styles. And you don't have to go into a dark, quiet room, by the way. Close yourself off. Oh, you may want to, you know, but you could also combine it with worship, music, the arts, compassion, financial strategies, spreadsheets. I'm just saying, when I go to pray, I often have a whiteboard and some notes. We're going to take some notes. I used to pray with a whiteboard all the time uh, or some notepad. Uh, try to get out of a rut if you're in anything right now. Try taking prayer walks. Yeah, I'm going to break off something right now, off the entire group, off this area of prayer. But it's not, I can't do it because it's the Lord, but I'm feeling as I'm, I'm demonstrating for you as a prophetic intercessor. I'm feeling this pressure, the pressure. Normally I flow, 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 flow. You know, but I feel in this pressure. So, Lord, we ask you to do this. We ask you to break off whatever it is that's holding us back from operating in these things, in the gifts, in intercession. We ask that we would be part of the body of Christ, which is made up of many parts, 1 Corinthians 12, and that we would have a style and be appreciated by others, and we just want to repent for anything that we've done knowingly or unknowingly. There we go, it shifted now in the name of Jesus. All right, December 14th, it's so close to Christmas, right? Well, we've got a couple of special offerings here or special things. You can hear God now. It's um, these uh, bundles that my team put together, DougAddison.com, Hear God 23. It's a bundle of how to hear God and how to get ready for the new year. It includes how to transform your Bible into a prophetic roadmap, how to grow in the prophetic wisdom, understanding, and how to discern God's voice. You could do this. Also, you'll get double grace for the new year. He's releasing things. Go to DougEdison.com forward slash HearGod23 if you want this plus. It's time for the breakout blessing. I've been running this for a while now, but don't let it become wallpaper, especially if it's end of the year, if you want to give into something. Uh, and if Inlight Connection has blessed you in any way, we ask that you would be able to blessed us both. I tell you, you can't go wrong with this one. DougAddison.com forward slash breakout. Write that down. DougAddison.com forward slash breakout. It's the breakout blessing. You know, you can give any amount into this. We need financial breakthrough right now. In Light Connection, we're shifting from the old season into the new. We need to break out of the old. Uh, we need to break into the new. The Lord told me, he said, set this up so that when you go to the special offering page, forward slash breakout, or just do a search on breakout. If you give any amount, you'll get a two-hour training of mine on how to get your financial breakthrough, and it is good. So you give any amount. You can't go wrong here. If you give $100 or more, you have access to that 
plus how to get your financial breakthrough and how to restore your financial storehouse masterclass plus a digital copy of my book, How to Flip Your Financial Future. We are so excited for what God's doing. We're rolling into the holidays. It's amazing, isn't it? The Lord is moving. It's time to be encouraged. And I know that the Lord wants to bring a blessing over you. And that's why I, when he told me this, you know, I, I knew that we, we need to raise some serious money right now. Linda and I, we are uh, in Light Connection. We bless so many people, but we're shifting something right now. I don't have the details all yet, except that we need to get out of the old season. And we've sown, Linda and I have sown over half a million dollars in our own money. We were looking at it probably more like 750000 but at least we know it was a half a million dollars of our own money. Let's uh, just say that. Uh, in our 60s, to rent a house for the last seven years, to be part of the Lord's calling on the Los Angeles Project and the Hollywood Project. Thank you to everyone who helped us. But we're coming out of that season. Now, we are not living in a mansion. In fact, it's a small house. We're cramped, 1,500 square feet. It's a bungalow built in the 40s. You have no idea how expensive, you know. I'm just saying that the the bottom line is we need to break out of this season. And Linda and I, in Light Connection and others, and all you do is go to DougEdison.com forward slash breakout, give into that, and you'll get some instructions as well with the videos. It's so good. God is so good. All right. Well, next week, we'll be doing the Christmas blessing as well. I just can't wait for what the Lord's doing. God bless you. See you then. Thanks for listening to Spirit Connection with Doug Addison. Connect with him online at DougAddison.com.